You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. She's finally here, our crazy friendship girl, in the interview that we've been plugging for the last few episodes. About to get into it. Welcome in. This is Religionless Christianity. I'm your host, Spencer. This is my beautiful wife, Nikki. And this is our crazy friendship girl. We know her better as Naomi. And this is the interview that we've been plugging for the last few days, few episodes. So before we dive in, honey, do you have anything you want to say? We just hope you guys subscribe to this channel and uh, please like this video and go to our Discord channel and let us know any praise reports, what God's doing in your life, and put in any, any prayer requests as well. And also lift up Naomi's son. He just had some strange symptoms today. And of course, all this craziness would happen today and just pray for him and just appreciate your prayers. Yep, please jump on the Discord. We want to get away from Facebook and YouTube <laughs> as quickly as possible. So we would appreciate that. So before we dive into all the back and forth, you want to just give a, let everybody know who you are and what you're all about. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm Naomi. I'm the creator at Crazy Friendship Girl on YouTube. And my message there is to help people become the friend they've always wanted to be so that way they won't be lonely going mm -hmm. through life without friendships. And uh, I just want to thank uh, Spencer and Nikki for having me on their channel and on their podcast. Yeah, so you're please, welcome. if you guys are, um, if you're listening to this, take a second out of your day. If you're on your phone, on the computer, run over to YouTube, um, look up Crazy Friendship Girl. We'll have links in the description jump over there, give her a subscribe. Um, you know, YouTube is definitely a platform where the rich get richer and it's very hard to get a foothold there. It's a long, arduous process, but she would certainly appreciate um, your support. And also you would learn something from her because she's not just a good friend, she's a godly friend. <laughs> and, um, the world needs more of those. So uh, the reason kind of why this whole interview thing kind of started for us is we were sitting I think it was at church one day uh, maybe after church and you were talking I can't remember what we were talking about but you had mentioned how you were working at a school or something and I guess you can probably explain the story better once I tell you but it was <laughs> some series of events <laughs> happened and this guy that you worked with um, got some recognition and the administrator was like everybody go and give him a hug oh and like all the God. girls in there went and were giving this guy a hug and they got to you and you were like i'm not giving him a hug like i don't know him like that and that really struck me because we've had this talk before and you know we've had pastors speak on this it doesn't happen very often or not nearly often enough in our society kind of like the appropriate way for men and women to be friends in this 
to interact in a godly way. You know, obviously me and Nikki are married. And in my mind, like I have one female friend and it's Nikki. Like, and that's maybe a little like outlandish. I have obviously friends and I would count you a friend, like more of an acquaintance type friend, but like a close friendship. I don't necessarily think guys and girls should be on that level, especially if you're married or in a relationship. But so that was kind of the first question I wanted to bring up with you is kind of what do you think sort of the appropriate way for guys and girls to be friends and maintain sort of their, not lose like their Christian faith along the way? Well, you know, that is a topic that is, I think, hard to address, but I guess where I come from when I wasn't saved, when I wasn't a Christian, uh, me and the guys would interact with physical touch, like they would hug me or um, I grew up with brothers and a dad that were rough. So sometimes we'd wrestle, you know, all these things. But when I became a Christian, I started feeling uneasy about it. Mm-hmm. And a pastor's wife once told me, well, the Bible says it's better for a man not to touch a woman. And mm-hmm. so I noticed when I started putting my stance, like, no, we're not going to shake hands because I felt like some guys wanted to shake hands a little too much. And from there, as I continue to serve God, I I think I was about a year into my Christianity when I actually made a wrong choice and got married. So most of my Christianity, I was married. So I didn't know how to mm. have friends with other Christian males. And so I was always told, well, you know, as a wife, you don't have guy friends. Well, now mm. I'm single and I'm struggling in the area to know like, well, what, how are we supposed to be friends and how are we not supposed to be friends? So mm-hmm. the things that I was taught in church was um, if a man wants to be a friend with a woman and they're both single, sometimes there's a a motive behind it. You know, mm-hmm. the guy's probably checking to see if he wants to marry this girl eventually and same thing for the woman. But I've come across lately where some people say it's okay to be friends and not go anywhere with it but i'm kind of conflicted with that because i feel that for a woman they start building relationships through emotion Mm -hmm. and through communication and so how does a woman discipline herself to not bond with a guy by being friends i don't Mm -hmm. know it's just conflicting i guess it is really hard to talk about because you might both have the intention of being friends and one person wants to go further and the other one doesn't and it's like you need to like establish those um boundaries or expectations ahead of time but then that's awkward to even bring that up in the beginning so mm-hmm. yeah i mean nikki knows and we've had this talk plenty of times i don't trust any guys um, <laughs> you know we actually had a pretty funny thing when we first moved in i here. was just gonna say i know what you're gonna say like we're moved into our house we're unpacking the u-haul and this truck pulls up yep. and I, he's like, Hey, how's it going? I'm like, Oh, it's pretty good. He's like, Hey, my name's Rick. It's nice to meet you. I was like, Oh, cool. So whatever. Shook his hand, went back to pack it. And then he was coming back down the road and Nikki was out there and he slowed down again to say hi to Nikki. And he pulled up and we went up there and he's like, Hey, my name's Ricky. Just wanted to meet you. And she left. I was like, that's funny. He told me he was Rick, not cool. Ricky. But then Nikki's outside, right? I didn't and even get it. I was like, no, I don't. I was like, I don't trust Ricky. So 
Um, but I think it's important because the world is so like, if you watch any TV show, like they just pretend like the super good looking dude and the really good looking girl, they can just hang out on the couch yeah. watching TV like shows. Like the guy can be like one of the girlfriends. Yeah. And especially when you're a Christian, like to think that Satan's not going to be involved in that and try to take it in a place where it shouldn't be to where mm-hmm. you're given into sin and trying yeah. to justify it. And, you know, I just think it's important to, you know, when you talk about like not even, you know, handshaking and stuff to most people are going to be like, oh my gosh, he's a zealot. Like that's insane. <laughs> but like <laughs> you kidding. have to have these boundaries <laughs> and like in a world that's gone mm. completely secular and, you know, basically sinful, you have to be almost a zealot to fight back against it. So I think that's important. And I think it's the right stance. I mean, it's a complicated issue to try to work through, but Mm -hmm. I do think you should always be on guard, especially for, I would tell girls, if a guy's like, no, we can just hang out and be friends. Like that doesn't exist. (laughs) There's always an ulterior motive. You know, and when you brought up about um, what I did at the Christian church, I mean, the Christian school when I was working there, it seems like a lot of people have become relaxed, like they want to mimic what they see on TV, Mm -hmm. like the sitcom Friends. And I felt like they weren't really aware of Satan's tactics. Mm Mm-hmm. Like when the lady said we should all apologize to this guy by giving him a hug. Yeah. I was shocked as I saw one lady after another after another go up and hug this guy. And I'm the last one. <laughs> and they're all like, why? Yeah. And this is my first <laughs> week of the school. And I'm like, great. They're going to be like, she's really, you know, super religious or something. But I felt in my spirit, I'm like, I'm married. And even if I was single, why would I want my body touching another man's body, you know, even if it's a hug. And because, you know, God created us as Mm -hmm. beings that, you know, (laughs) I don't know how to say it, but (laughs) I was like, I'm not going to do that. And I remember some of the men that were there that were watching everything happen um, had a respect for me. And I was Mm. like, thankful because one of them voiced it. They were like, you're... um, I forgot what word he is. He used, but it was a respectful word, so I was thankful for that. Yeah, that's I mean, good. you never know who's watching and how you can influence people, so I think that's really important. I think you did well in that respect. <laughs> so that's a good, a good story to share. Oh, yeah, thanks. It really stood out to me when you when you brought it up too. So I don't know. What do you think? Like, what do you for taking it to the next step when you do want to, you know, pursue possible marriage because you really you don't date without the intent of marriage Mm -hmm. like the secular world just dates to date and they are not even thinking about marriage they're doing everything backwards so yeah as a christian woman um i guess i wasn't like i was we were christians we were still very very into the world when we got married though so we were still a worldly mindset but we did get married and then have kids so we didn't do everything backwards but i guess doing it the proper way when you have a friendship with a man then and how do you let him know like you want to be more than friends i don't know how would you take that i just tell him time short i just (laughs) (laughs) no no. (laughs) i'm joking um (laughs) no actually because of what i've been through i feel like god's 
kingdom is a business, but it's a serious business. Mm -hmm. And whether it's friendships or marriage, you have to consider, is this potential spouse going to be a benefit to everything that's important to me? Like I have children now. Mm -hmm. And so, and then I have a God, I mean, a calling that I feel God put on my heart. So for myself, I'm like, is this guy spiritually mature to take on the task? Is he going to be faithful? Is he going to love God, love people and want Mm -hmm. to um, continuously invest in, you know, lay down his life for us? Mm -hmm. Because you're already in the role of mom and dad because you're on your own because you're mm-hmm. like the protector provider and nurturer yeah all in one so it's hard to let go of that protector and like let another man like take over not 100 mm-hmm. percent, but transition with the kids you know yeah yeah and so like some men they want to you know be involved with the woman but they don't really want to invest in the kids mm. and you know, the woman, her heart and soul is in the children to mm-hmm. raise them godly, mm-hmm. make sure that their well-being is a priority. And if a guy comes in and he's just like, oh, I'll do minimum, you know, until they turn 18 and they're out, mm-hmm. that's just going to ruin the relationship. Yeah. So for me, I'm just careful about, you know, where is his mindset? How's his relationship with God? Mm-hmm. And of course... I don't know how to come across that, like how to view a person before actually dating. Yeah. Oh. But I'm just praying that, God you know, I'll have wisdom. Yeah. yeah. Pray for extra discernment because we're easily deceived. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is something that kept, like, I'm always surprised by this. Like, it's one thing for guys because we're just happy and fortunate that anybody cares about us at all of the opposite sex <laughs> but for women like i'm always amazed that they don't actually have much higher standards for the people that you know you, i tell nikki this all the time like one of the main reasons i work out a lot is because i don't want to be walking down the street and have somebody like what is this gorgeous girl doing with this fat doofy dude and <laughs> like that motivates me and i see these couples and like you know a loser guy or whatever and you're like why on earth did she not have like standards or like not necessarily a checklist, but maybe a checklist. Like, you know, cause I think it's important. Like you said, especially if you're in a situation where, you know, you're not 18 anymore and you have nothing to consider, but yeah, you have kids now, you've got a career and family and life. And, you know, we kind of talked with, you know, I have a sister that was getting married after she had kids and I messaged her and was like, are you ready to let this dude be in charge of your children? Be the head of that family? Are you really ready to swallow that? Feel like you've been in charge of them. You know, you're going to be submissive again to this guy when you've been on your own. And mm. that's a hard pill to swallow, but I think it's important. And I think it's important to be thoughtful about this before you just dive into a relationship because relationships in America are so screwed up now. Like Nikki kind of touched on, like we do everything backwards. It's like, oh, I got to sleep with her before I found out I actually like her. You know, you watch the TV shows and like they'll have sex for months and months. And then an episode where like, oh, my God, he said he loved me. And you're like, (laughs) you're saying like, how is that 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 big of a deal? You know, but that's kind of what the world teaches that like, hey, sex is just what you do, right? How are you supposed to know if you're supposed to like somebody? And but as a Christian, you know, you should have, I mean, I don't know how to do it. 
anymore where you kind of build that relationship with somebody and keep it godly and keep Mm it, you know, from delving into sin and ruining it as you sort of go into this like marriage thing. Because I could be wrong, but I don't remember anywhere in the Bible where it tells you you have to love the person you married. (laughs) But the Bible tells you you're supposed to love the person you married. So like, you don't necessarily have to be like all like, in love with them to get married to them. They're the right person. And I think you even read a scripture before about um, the older ladies in the church would teach the younger ladies how to love their children and love their husbands. And you were like, why would anybody need to know that? And I think it's because (laughs) like back then you got married because it was a smart decision for the family, for whatever happens to be. And then after you got married, you're like, okay, I should probably fall in love with this guy that I live with all the time. So and I don't know that that's necessarily the wrong way to do things. <laughs> but yeah, the last thing that we wanted to get into before we kind of wrap this episode up was just, I watched your last video, or I think it was one of your last videos where you talked about basically moving away from toxic friendships and focusing on the good friendships. And mm. just wanted to kind of get your thoughts on what you think like a godly friend is and then how you should be a godly friend for somebody. Um. Well, I feel like I wrote down notes because I I was afraid I'd forget what I wanted to say. (laughs) Um, A good godly friend is somebody who's going to be an influence in your life. And so you want to be careful who you allow to influence your Mm -hmm. life. And of course, we're supposed to be servants and influence others for Christ. But um, I guess the way I handle friendships is... You want somebody who's going to be open to God's um, God's word, like for discernment, for guidance in the relationship. Because if you guys are not going in the right way together with God, then you're going to be mm. conflicting each other's walk. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like business partners, you got to work together, you know. Mm-hmm. And a good godly friend is willing to forgive and... Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's going to have shortcomings, differences, misunderstandings, but a willingness to work at the relationship is what I feel is a good quality friend. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's important. Like, I don't know how often you hear people like used to be friends or whatever, but then they had like a falling out. And that seems so bizarre to me that like uh, we were BFFs and then like, I don't know, she took my pants and now I hate her or whatever happens to be like I have two friends this year not gonna say any names but of course but or I'd apologize for something and you know both of us are wrong for something but there's no forgiveness even Mm -hmm. though I apologize because I just want the friendship mended like let's forgive each other and because I miss the friendship yeah and it hurts when there's no and these are both christian people this was with so it's like we're supposed to forgive each other like i love this person and it hurts and it's this it's hard to know that someone's gonna be like that from the start and we all are gonna sin against each other because the bible even says when a brother sins against you he doesn't say an unbeliever you know yeah when it's someone in the body of Christ that sins against you, because it's going to happen. We have to be ready to forgive each other when they ask for forgiveness and vice versa. Yeah, and that's one of the shortcomings I used to have was um, 
somebody offended me. I, I was too lazy to work at it. Mm. And so I would just cut them off and move on. That's what, yeah. And yeah. I realized that was very wrong. And yeah, I it hurts. The hard way. It's mm-hmm. like you're dead to them. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah. Um, we want to get this episode wrapped up before it runs too long. So um, do you have any last words, baby, that you want to say before we end this? Oh, I'm just glad to have you on here. It's a good topic and friendship is just something I think as Christians, I don't think we're, we don't really even hear any sermons on it, like even how to be a good friend. That's why your channel is so intriguing because we really don't know how to be good friends. We are in a society that's so easily offended and does that thing where we just can eh, just cut you off and then we got social media. We can make new friends so easy, you know? <laughs> So thank you for coming on here and sharing your wisdom with us. And I know we're all learning and none of us have everything figured out, but you know, iron sharpens iron. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And thank you so much for having me on your channel. Nope, we yeah. appreciate it. So please take a second on your day to go to YouTube, look up crazy friendship girl, or just follow the link in the description. And um, don't forget us when you're the Sophie Doss of Christian <laughs> friendship girls and Uh, bring us with you so that's all we got for you guys we love you god bless support for this podcast and the following message come from corient corient provides wealth management services centered around you they focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully preserve their wealth and provide for the people causes and communities they care about as one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the u.s corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.